0: The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Pacific Life. Protecting generations of families for 150 years. That's the power of Pacific. Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post. And this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, November 22nd. In today's news, another accident occurs in the U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet. Trump's bureaucratic border wall could be more effective than the physical one. And Bob Mueller is asking more questions about Jared Kushner's role in the presidential transition. But first, the big idea. 2018 could be the year of the woman on steroids, with growing backlash to the culture of sexual harassment. The daily stream of revelations about sexual harassment should be viewed at least in part as a belated backlash to Donald Trump's 2016 victory which came despite the emergence of the Access Hollywood video, and several women who accused him of misconduct. A similar situation happened in 1991, when Anita Hill testified during Clarence Thomas's confirmation hearing that he had sexually harassed her when she worked for him at, of all places, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Thomas denied wrongdoing, and he got confirmed anyway. The backlash didn't come until 13 months later, Women across the country were disgusted by how poorly Hill was treated by lawmakers from both parties. There were only two women in the Senate then, in 1991. In 1992, four more women were elected to join them, and a historic number of women were also elected to the House 24, the largest single number ever elected in any single election. That one high profile case propelled countless other women to get involved in public service. Now, there are dozens of high-profile cases of alleged sexual misconduct. It stands to reason that this could lead to bigger backlash at the polls in 2018 and 2020 than we saw during what's now remembered as the year of the woman. The massive women's marches on the Saturday after Trump's inauguration were a harbinger of bigger things to come. Democratic victories in this month's off-year elections were driven by women. Exit polls in Virginia showed a big swing in the party's direction among married women and white women with college degrees a bumper crop of women won down ballot races. A nurse decided to run against a county commissioner in New Jersey because of an offensive Facebook post about the women's march. She beat him. The filing deadline to run for Congress next year has still not come in many states, and there are a lot of highly qualified female candidates in crowded primary fields who are vying to take on male incumbents. After Trump won, there was widespread fear among women's advocates that it would have a chilling effect on victims of sexual assault having the courage to come forward. The past few weeks have shown that they were perhaps overly pessimistic. Now the question is how voters will respond. The coming year will provide a gauge of how much things have really changed. The first test will come in three weeks in Alabama. President Trump on Tuesday indicated support for Alabama Republican Senate candidate Roy Moore, who's accused of sexual misconduct by several women when they were in their teens and he was much older. Trump's supporting Moore even as establishment Republicans condemn him. The president said about the race, quote, we don't need a liberal person in there. But as Trump throws in his lot with more, the reckoning elsewhere continues. The House Ethics Committee said it has launched a formal investigation into allegations that Michigan Democratic Congressman John Conyers, the top Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee, sexually harassed female aides and used official government funds to settle a complaint. On Tuesday, Conyers initially denied that he had settled sexual harassment claims, but later in the day, he reversed himself and acknowledged the settlement while emphasizing that he never admitted fault. Meanwhile, in state houses, a pair of Minnesota lawmakers, one a Democratic state senator, the other a Republican state representative, announced that they will resign in the wake of sexual harassment allegations. Several women have come forward to accuse a California assemblyman of unwanted sexual advances. In the media, CBS and PBS are parting ways with Charlie Rose. That comes after a report by the Washington Post that Rose made unwanted sexual advances to at least eight women between the late 1990s and 2011. In entertainment, Disney's animation chief, John Lasseter, will take a six-month leave of absence following sexual misconduct allegations. He's a name you probably haven't heard of, but he's one of the most important figures in modern entertainment. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one. A U.S. Navy transporter plane carrying 11 crew and passengers crashed into the Pacific Ocean off Japan. Eight people have been rescued and three are still missing. This is the latest accident to befall the U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet. The fleet has endured multiple collisions at sea this year, including two involving guided missile destroyers, which left 17 sailors dead. The cause of the crash is still not known. Number two, the invisible border wall. The Trump administration is following a blueprint to reduce the number of foreigners living in the United States and overhaul the U.S. immigration system for generations to come. That bureaucratic wall could be more effective than the physical one Trump promised his supporters. The administration is moving to slash the number of refugees, accelerate deportations, and terminate the provisional residency of more than a million people, among other measures. Trump is also pushing GOP legislation to cut annual legal immigration by half. Number three, Special counsel Robert Mueller's team is probing Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner's, contacts with foreign leaders during the presidential transition, including his involvement in a dispute at the United Nations. The UN resolution in question was passed last December and condemned Israel's construction of settlements in disputed territories. Witnesses say Israel asked members of the Trump transition team to help block its passage investigators are looking into Kushner's role in arranging meetings or communications with several foreign leaders during the transition before the president took office. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, November 22nd. You can read much more about the effect of the stream of sexual misconduct allegations on the 2018 midterm elections at WashingtonPost.com Daily 202. I'll be off Thursday and Friday to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday, and I hope you're off too. So this is the last episode of The Daily 202 for this week but if you want to stay up to date on all the news over the next few days, visit WashingtonPost.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Holman. Happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you on Monday.